difficult, 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 and this is Difficult Women Podcast. That's right. And you may know us from the musical comedy duo Reformed Whores. Or you may not. And if you don't know us from that, go look us up. Yeah, Google it. Google it. I literally think you can Google whores and we'll come up. At one point, you definitely could. I don't know if that's still the case. But yeah, that's, we got discovered once for a show by some guy that was our just very Googling first whores. Show. Yeah. One of our very first shows. Yeah. He was like looking up whores and was like, oh, wait a minute. Look at this band. Okay, I'll have And he, lit- he told us, um, while I was trying to jerk off, I found you girls. Like, good. Wow, thanks. Thanks but so it was great. It was a good show. We did a couple fun. of them. But yeah, made some nice contacts. Yeah, from that show. <laughs> Living the dream here, oh folks, in gosh. New York City. Absolutely. <laughs> What's new over there? Um, ooh, I have some very exciting okay, news. Okay, what? Are you I wanted to start this podcast, okay. right? I want to With know. some positive vibes. Yes. Exciting news. Okay. Julia Johns came and got her cooler. If you've been tuning in almost every week, I've been like, Julia Johns, come get your cooler. And she did. That's exciting. Isn't that cool? Yeah. There you go. I'm happy. We had to start this podcast for her to come get that it. That was the only reason. She, that's our, no, this is our last episode. This is all it. we wanted. Thanks, guys. Thanks for cooler. tuning in to Difficult Women. Yeah. It's a goodbye. <laughs> Just kidding. Please don't stop listening. <laughs> Please don't. Yeah, no, she got her cooler. If you've been listening uh, to the pre- previous episodes, we've been talking about it. If you're just tuning in for the first time, you can still be happy for yeah! us. Yeah, I had a cooler basically for two and a half years, and because of this pod, she came and got it. That's exciting. Because she was, she like, was shamed. We shamed. Yeah, we shamed. Her. That's what you do to your girlfriends. Yep, just like publicly humiliate them until <laughs> so they pick up their shit. Yep, that's us. It. How's it going on over there? It's going great. Um, guess what? What? I think you already know this, but I'm going to say it like that anyway. <laughs> we got an email. Oh, my God. And it contained a question for Katie. Which a really question is a for question Katie. for both of us. But yes, a question but for Katie. But finally, a question finally. for Katie. We're so excited. So I'm going to read this question and then we're going to answer it. Okay. okay. Are you guys ready? Oh, my God. Get <laughs> I'm ready. ready. I'm ready. Uh, so it says, so happy to support you. I'm loving the podcast. I've been trying to think of a good question for Katie. I'm not 100% caught up, so you may have covered this. But here's one. It makes me sad to hear women of color or other subgroups of women voice the sentiment that feminism is for white women. How can we, as white, psi females and feminists, make feminism more inclusive and intersectional? And here's another question, maybe an easier one. What's your favorite thing so far about having a podcast? Cheers, Molly. Molly, Molly. thank you for this letter. That's such a great question, it's too. It's an excellent question. I feel like I've been talking about this a lot with my white girlfriends lately. Absolutely. And I've been thinking about it a lot. And mm-hmm. I, when I got the email, I thought, okay, what is a good answer for this? I would say mm-hmm. uh, a great place to start is to broaden your friend base and experience, you know, right. try to meet new people who have different experiences than you mm-hmm. and understand kind of where their experience is coming from mm-hmm. and listen to because their yeah. Know, complaints. Right. Because I think one big thing is that we as white women shouldn't be talking about somebody else's experience if we don't, you know, I wouldn't say that I know what it feels like to be a black woman because I'm not a black woman and I haven't ever experienced that. For sure. But I would also say if you're in a room of white women and they're talking right. about feminism that's only white centered, right. you can be the one that stands up and goes, hey, you guys, right. we, there's other people included in this conversation. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, it was interesting. The other day I follow, I think it's Women in Music, or I'm probably saying that wrong on Instagram, but Reba McIntyre had posted a picture with just all white women, and it said, uh, surround yourself with 
with people who, you know, I'm butchering this. I don't know exactly what she said, but something about like surround yourself with, with badass women to build you up, something like that. Sure. Okay. Uh, I wanted to write like, yeah, but you should also surround yourself with more diverse people. Yeah. Cause there's all, this world is not, it's just not about just white, white women. Yeah. yeah. And why sigh women. Right. Um, the other thing I was thinking about. I have a about, dumb question. What's why sigh? What oh, is that? Oh, so the sigh I don't means, know what that means. Sigh means not um, transgendered. Oh, okay. So, so it's a person who was born into the body that they identify their gender with, right? <laughs> I don't know. No, another way of saying sigh is non-transgender, I think. We should look this up. Okay, I'll do it right now. Ready? So what is sigh gender? Um, so it is, uh, it's, I'm looking it up right now. The actual dictionary uh, definition is denoting or relating to a person whose sense of personal identity and gender corresponds with their birth sex. And it's the okay. opposite of transgender. So another way of saying psi is non-transgender person. Okay. And they just needed, honest, I read a whole thing about why it exists. Mm-hmm. And basically they just needed a word to describe people that were not transgender. Mm. To like have, you know, right. you have to have a word for it. Okay. And you can also say not transgender. There's also a whole thing about people not liking the word psi. Uh, so if you would prefer to say not transgender, that's also a, a appropriate. So that's that little huh. lesson in that word. Well, my favorite thing about the pod is learning new things like this. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I want to say one more thing that I think is important just in our history. Yeah. Of course, we're happy about, um, about uh, the women... Uh, what do you call them? The the suffragettes, right? right? Suffragettes were a really important part of feminism and women the moving movement. toward mm-hmm. equal rights. But it, I just want to make it clear that suffragettes were all white women and they were not, they did not want equal rights for black people. Right. They only wanted equal rights for white women. So to be starting feminism from that point is troubling. Mm. So we have to make sure we can uh, move away from that as our... Point, mm-hmm. point of reference. Mm-hmm. That's what I have to say about that. And my favorite part of the podcast is talking about stuff like this so people can <laughs> learn about it. And I can learn. And I, and I learn things too. Right. Look it up. Huh. Well, another thing I'm like super, super pumped about is our topic today. Oh my God. The reason oh why I wanted God. to start this podcast was to talk about this topic. <laughs> I mean, there we could easily was, have a whole podcast yeah. about this topic. I just didn't want to have a whole podcast I mean, about this I topic. I mean, I kind of do now, to be honest Yeah, right? Oh, I'm super psyched. All right, ladies and gentlemen, hold your penises and vaginas and things. Your, your butts. Because <laughs> we're talking about witches. witches. So what is what are some of the things that you kind of like took from <laughs> this so far? Or what is your... That how, how are every you witch is described as haggish looking. Oh, I didn't get that. Oh, really? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, mainly that um, people were accused of witchcraft because it was it was generally men scared of a powerful woman. Right. That was the big takeaway I got. Usually, I mean, back in history in Europe, especially since over ten thousand women in were, European history, in European though. history, that yes. was the thing that. I- um, ten, over 10,000 women were burned between the 16th and 17th century. Uh, or not necessarily burned. They were killed in many other ways. But yeah. um, Named and blamed, I think they yeah, called it. Named and blamed. Mm-hmm. But they would say that um, it was usually uh, maybe a widower. Yes. Um, maybe a healer. Someone who, with knowledge. Maybe a wise woman. Mm-hmm. Someone who knew a lot about the earth. Yeah. Uh, someone with a lot of cats. Yes, that was one thing. Was they killed of, a lot of cats during that cats. time too. And the period we're talking about um, 
is I think primarily this sort of started happening in like middle ages, 14, sort of time. Yeah, yeah fourteen hundreds to like sixteen hundreds. It was like the big heyday, right? Which well, the most and then famous. It I think one of the most famous uh, women that was burned at the stake was Joan of Arc. Mm. She was accused of um, heresy and witchcraft. Yes. Well, and that's a good point because the. So the, there's like so much to unpack here. Yes, I know. There's this so much going to be, be a lot. Be, we might have to have a two-parter here. First, Ooh, let's perfect. do a two-parter. Perfect. So Which one is. of the things I wanted to start talking yes. about okay. was how I am a witch. Yes. And I didn't realize it until we started studying all this. Uh, <laughs> and you too can be a witch. <gasps> really? Anyone can be a witch. Really? Uh-huh. And, and you can be a man and a witch too, but um, they do. there are more female witches. Uh-huh. And so what is... What is a witch? What is a witch? One of the definitions of like a witch is a woman that is um, tapping into the divine fe- feminine power. Mm. So um, there's a million different ways you can practice witchcraft. There's no right or wrong way. Uh, Wicca is a very famous, popular kind of way. Uh-huh. And you can find groups and read about Wicca. One thing I was reading about was saying like, if you have to pay money to learn how to be a witch, that's wrong. You can make up your own sort of spiritual practice around witchery. Uh-huh. Uh, and I realized that I'm a witch because I'm kind of obsessed with tarot. I've become like into tarot recently. So things like tarot, you don't have to do tarot, but that things like tarot, things like um, uh, stone, gemstone, you know those things like the rocks? The yeah, yeah, minerals. Yeah, yeah, the minerals <laughs> are yeah, known. Like, minerals? Stone, gems, gems, gems you know. Uh, you crystals. Can, crystals, that's Hello. Yeah. <laughs> uh, things like crystals, crystals. Yeah. meditations, uh-huh. um, affirmations, okay. um, intentions, okay. and then of course spell casting spells, which I don't know as much about. But oh. uh, any of those things that you can kind of like put together into like a practice and, and really like I mean, you know, saging your apartment or saging things mm. um, and finding sort of a ritualized practice for yourself. I just did like sage tap. yesterday yeah, to get rid right. of the so marijuana you're, smell. You're a witch. <laughs> I'm a witch. Yeah. <laughs> and like learn and feeling like and the, the goal really being like to tap into your in, intuition and tap into mm. like the intuition of like the world around you and nature and um, into, you know, tapping into other people. Mm. Uh, so I think that that's like really cool. There was a modern witch, uh, that was being interviewed on NBC's left field, a little podcast show that was oh. talking about witches and politics Okay, and politics. And she, uh, was saying that, first of all, she, this woman was saying that, uh, mo- this modern witchery has been kind of rising with atheism. So mm. as people are sort of like leaving the church, they're like looking for other ways to express their spirituality and witchiness is one of them. <laughs> and this woman, I love this so much. She says, uh, she thinks witch stands for women in total control of herself. Ooh. <gasps> I mean, I was like, just set me on fire right now. I'm so excited about these <laughs> concepts. Tie a brick to my leg and see if I float, bitches. I will. <laughs> probably not. But no, then probably still, not. That's not how that works. Oh, yeah. Um, but also, I liked the idea that, so, you know, for a long time, witches were, like, seen as a negative thing and whatever. Right. But they right. started, around the turn of the century, they started becoming kind of, like, popularized in, like, a sexy way. Like, so, yeah, like, yeah. in the 60s, Bewitched was a thing. Oh, yeah. I love that so show. So, speaking of ways to, uh, what witch can, like, mean, in the 60s, there also was a feminist group that kind of came out that was against the patriarchy. And uh-huh. they called themselves Women's International Terrorist Conspiracy from Hell. Yeah, <laughs> Which is witch. Um, and I thought wow. that was really exciting. So, I mean, all that stuff got me really excited. Uh, <laughs> also this woman, this modern witch woman uh-huh. was talking about the Me Too movement and how like, she's like, what I'm seeing with the Me Too movement is like women coming together discussing like how they've been oppressed and they're like 
coming together to build each other up and support each other. And she was like, that sounds like a coven to me. Uh, so I was like, oh, I love this. Well, so all much. those witches in Brooklyn came together to um, put a curse on Brett Kavanaugh's dick yes. and, and tried to make it fall off. Yes. And then I found out, I, think I, it I knew about that. <laughs> But then I didn't know that apparently the Catholic Church responded by getting an exorcist oh. to try to exorcise the witches. Oh. So I thought that was really fascinating. That we haven't left mm. this like witch burning concept sort of thing. I mean, they didn't burn them, but although in, in different ways we are being. Well, in India, this is a sad thing. Let's take it down low a little okay. bit. But I was reading that um, lately a lot of women have been accused of witchcraft. Um, and it's over, I mean, and it happened uh, in the medieval times and it happens now, but it's, it's about land. The women own the land, they're married, um, and the husbands then get the land as well. Um, and then in some cases, I was reading, it's so sad, but it was the uh, story of uh, the husband was <laughs> pooping in the fields. Okay. To fertilize or just because he needed to go? Just needed to go. Okay. Um, and then it was uh, harming the crops. And so the wife was like, please stop. You're hurting the, the crops. How are we going to make money? And he was like, don't tell me what to do, yo witch. And then um, because he wanted the land all to himself, he accused her of witchcraft and like took it all to the, the um, very small town in India where they like began to stone her and stuff and like yeah. really, really injured her. Thankfully, there is there's lots of organizations and nonprofits down there. Um, they're actually helping women be, who are being accused of witchcraft. Right. Um, and because I was trying to find like, are women really still accused of witchcraft? And in Saudi Arabia, yes. Yeah. In India, yes. I couldn't really find something in America right now. I mean, I think people are also owning their witchery. So right. if you accuse well, someone here, of a witch, a lot of times it's because yeah, they are. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of cool. But um, but it's just interesting that it's men being in India in this particular circumstance. It's a man threatened by his wife, right? And accuses her of witchcraft, and other men agree right and physically harm her right and to, then to, and to silence her right and then that's that so this is what i found that i'm never going to be the same after this uh, what i learned it's okay. like the pandora's box has been opened um so there is a woman philosopher writer feminist named uh sylvia federici mm. and she's been writing about feminist theory for quite a long time uh, she's been known for a pamphlet that she wrote in 1975 called Wages Against Housework, where she talks about how um, her quote from that that they used was, they say it is love, we say it is unwaged work. So that's a very interesting concept of like how mm -hmm. um, another way to subjugate women is to keep them in the house. Uh, not that I necessarily feel that way nowadays, depending on your relationship with your husband and your agreements, it's totally fine to be a homemaker. There's nothing wrong with that. But depending on, you know, this is a pamphlet. We're not mad at you. We're you not mad say. at you. Absolutely. No. Um, and then she has this other thing she wrote in 1998 uh, called Caliban and the Witch, mm. where she breaks down the, the connection between witch hunts and the rise of capitalism. Oh, shit. And she says that what it started with was during the time of feudalism, 
mm-hmm. where everyone was working on the farm at home, mm-hmm. working together. The women and the men were working together to keep the home going. And mm-hmm. then some guy would come by and be like, give me your sack of t- potatoes. And then they would take like a tax of potatoes. And then that's how you'd pay off your feudal whatever debts. Uh-huh. But people basically were just working at home and doing their thing and taking everyone care had of their, their own roles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it wasn't even like it was more just like people were at home. You know what I mean? Right. OK. Um, and uh, so a woman would till the farm right. along with a man or whatever. Or she'd take care of the kids. And maybe he'd pick the potatoes. But they were working together. Okay. So then with the rise of capitalism, where you're like making money, you know what I mean? It's not like uh-huh. trading or, you know, you're having to like make money. You ha- The ha- whole thing with capitalism is it's the idea that you exploit and turn every creative, constructive energy of, that, that comes out of a human into labor. So when they start saying the man has to go to work Mm -hmm. to make money now, we're Mm, using money as a concept, then they have to force the woman to stay at home. So as opposed to it being like this, like even thing where like we're working together, it becomes Uh, a thing with like, how do we keep the woman at home? So the man can make the money. And also things like capitalism also cause, they make sexuality and sex about procreation so you can make more workers. Mm. So you are like, industrializing the female body in a way and 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 you have to control her to make capitalism work so whenever you started having a woman that didn't want to get married that had too many cats <laughs> that like right. that didn't you know that spoke up too much that um uh argued with you mm-hmm. that did anything that like threatened this new patriarchal capitalist right. system right she would it, the easiest way to take care of her was to call her a witch and try to burn her or stone her or something. So it's so the patriarchy, capitalism, and capitalism, and this idea of like subjugating women is very very closely tied together. But prior to that, there was a lot of like there was uh, paganism, right? Mm-hmm. And that was a little bit earlier. But there's these goddesses that were the female goddesses of the earth and right. female goddesses of like sensuality and intuition. And these are the kinds of things that you associate women with. And as capitalism started taking over, they needed to just like erase that part of any mm. kind of religion or spirituality. And they started like making, and even in uh, Eastern cultures, some of these like, uh, like the Hindu gods and stuff. There's a lot of females, but there's this weird ambivalent view of these females where they can be like the goddess of, you know, sensuality, but sometimes she's like really evil, Mm. you know? And then sometimes she's like, you know, lovely and whatever and helps Mm. you procreate or whatever. Uh, But the idea that then that's sort of the beginning of this Madonna, Madonna whore complex where there can be no middle and any kind of middle is dangerous to the patriarchy because you want to keep your women separate. They also, uh, financial, monetized, capitalized Mm -hmm. sex, sex, women and sex so that a man can come in and say, okay, I can either use my wife to make children and procreate more labor so I can make more money to use my kids on the farm Uh or send them off to work to make more money for the family. And if I want, I can also go fuck a prostitute and um, that's for me to blow off steam. But Mm. I don't want either of these women to talk to each other. I don't want them, I want them to feel very, very separate so that they don't turn, you know, come together and be like, what are you doing? (laughs) You know what I mean? So it's in everybody's best interest to keep all of it separate. It's a man's world. Yeah, I mean, but it it literally is. And that's why I think it's really, this whole witch concept is like so exciting to me (laughs) because like on the one hand, they're trying to use the word witch to like, uh, take dehumanize, us down. Yeah, yeah. dehumanize people to embarrass them to um have a reason to like 
destroy women. Right. Um, and to, and to silence and whatever. Uh, but then on the other hand, uh, we can go like, yeah, we're witches <laughs> and witches just means, Oh God, can I read this one more quote? There was another thing that somebody said, they were saying, okay, the term witch, uh, Historically, it's a word used to shame and persecute women who are perceived to be too powerful, too threatening, too close to dismantling the status quo. Yet which is also a word that burns with the fierceness of self-empowerment, of divine knowing, of inner guidance. The term witch is really something that can be applied to anyone who believes in their authority, believes in their own authority and divinity. A witch is a woman fully in her power. <laughs> Witch. I'm, a witch. I'm a fucking witch. I'm a witch. Bring it. I'm yeah. fucking burn you to the ground. Yes. Oh my god. I mean, my life is forever changed. Wow. Forever changed. This is so fascinating. I kind of dug into the historical yes, uh, witches, too, but yeah. I, but no, but I love this even more because. You know, we've talked about our non-traditional lifestyles. Yeah. We are opinionated, powerful, single women living in New York City. We're witches now. Yeah. We're, we're Brooklyn witches. Yeah. We are 100% witches, whether we know wow. or not. The other thing is that um, they talked a little bit about, I mean, there were so many things. So I'm definitely going to buy this book and read more about it. And What's the book again? It, the book is by Sylvia Federici, and it's called Caliban and the Witch. And it's about uh, witch trials as a tool of early capitalism. Mm. And it's so smart and makes sense and also is like, holy mother of God. Wow. Uh, but another thing that was mentioned, I don't know if she mentioned this or, I mean, I kind of just like fell under this whole wormhole of witch, witchery, but they talked about gossip mm. and how they say like, well, gossip is so bad. Gossip is so bad. You shouldn't gossip, especially in like the church and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like oh, yeah, gossip yeah, yeah. is like a, almost like a yeah. sin. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were saying the reason why they've sinified, God, I'm mm. making up words left and right here. Love it. Uh, but they, that gossip is not okay is because they call, it they begins. basically called gossip as anytime women would get together alone uh-huh. and sometimes talk about men and whatever shit's going on that's not okay. And they didn't like that. So they would be, they didn't want mm. people to like out men. They didn't want people to share information. They wanted women to stay like dominant alone and separate anytime women convene together it's threatening to the patriarchy and an example they were using that's been happening nowadays is during the me too movement uh people have been women have been putting together these like lists there was a list of like you know troublesome men in hollywood that was Mm -hmm. sort of a secret list that was floating among women to sort of be like hey watch out for these guys like they're gonna cause problems and when some guy found out he was on the list he immediately wanted to punish these women for making a list, right? For just talking for about a list. What, mm-hmm. talking about things that have happened, mm-hmm. and he like took it to court, and he really wanted them to like suffer, and it's like that's modern day uh, witch hunting. Mm-hmm. Segway. Um, did you know that Hillary Clinton? She's been called a witch ever since she was first lady, and when she ran for president, she was called the wicked witch of the left. Sure. Uh, let's see. Uh, Julia Gillard, first female prime minister of Australia, was met with taunts of ditch the witch. They mm-hmm. always would protest saying that. Nancy Pelosi uh, definitely called a witch all the time on Twitter. And then recently, Theresa May, she was, I, I haven't seen this, but um, apparently she was filmed laughing um, loudly. And this video went viral because they were saying that it was the witch's cackle. Mm, yeah. I mean, they, they use that word to try to, like, shame women. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. And and, and it's the word, it's kind of like, well, it made me really think about the name of our band, Reformed Whores. Right. And how and people so many really, people try to shame us for it. And people use the word whore to shame other people, right. which is mm-hmm. why we use that word. Right. We chose that. It wasn't just like a bring it by chance <laughs> yeah. that we like picked that word. I mean, right. there was a we reason purposely. why. Um, and we wanted to sort of take, and they were saying that too, that like slut, witch, whore, bitch, mm-hmm. all those words are words used to try to like control people. Right. So that's one of the reasons why we're trying to take that word back. Right. Um, yeah. Well, then we should empower everybody who's listening that if you're ever called a witch, be like, fuck yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm a witch. I'm a witch. I'm totally into it. We need wow. to make a shirt. Yeah. I'm a witch bitch. I'm a witch bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. Let's sell that on I love our that. website. On Patreon. Ooh, yeah. if you join Patreon, maybe you can get a witch bitch. I'm a witch bitch. I'm a witch bitch shirt. I'm into it. Cool. Somebody may have already used it, but whatever. Yeah, we'll, we'll take it, it anyway. Because <laughs> I'm a witch bitch. I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> well, that's exciting. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, you know, I, so I, the thing you were saying about the hags. Yes. So, sorry, I like jumped on that so much because I was like, I had read the thing I haven't read that. How... I didn't read that. That's all I read. That they were all like haggish that, looking but women. I only read that for the, what I meant to say was in European Oh, culture. yes. It's yes. only your, yeah. witches exist all through different cultures definitely all over the world yes and some are absolutely glamorous and glorious well and some are babies some are babies. i read that about yeah that babies and the baby witches some are babies that babies are witches this was like in that they can be of different ages it's a very much a western concept Mm -hmm. that um witches are old hags and the reason why is because of capitalism Uh, there's in Western culture, older women uh, mm-hmm. can no longer provide children or sexual services. So then they are useless and a drain uh, on the creation of wealth. And that's why there's no, such no. hags in the Western world and the capitalist society. Wow. Yeah. Well, did you know that the iconic image of the witch uh, with the long nose and the, the ugly face and mm-hmm. the deformities, that it's actually a real, there was a real witch named Mother Shipton. Um, and it was during like the, the 1500s that this woman really existed. And she had visions and she predicted the Spanish Armada, the Great Plague of London, the Great Fire of London, mm. and the execution of the Queen of Scots. Like Mary Queen of Scots. Oh, and the Internet. Oh, good. Oh, good. Yeah, <laughs> and the Internet. <laughs> and the Internet. But the way that they describe how ugly this woman is, mm-hmm. um, I was like, oh, man, you know, poor lady. But guess what? She got married. Oh. She still got married. There's, she met a man. There's and hope they, for all of us. <laughs> for all of us. If the ugliest witch ever to be on this earth found oh. love, I wanted to share that with you because then, I mean. We all have hope. We all have hope. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Uh, I, I, you know what? If I was a dude, I'd marry her too because I'd want her on my team. Yeah. If she can do all that right? stuff. That's true. Oh my God. Yeah, but she'd always have these predictions and. Um, the kings would call her and be like, tell so us cool. what's going to so happen. So that's interesting that it was a, I mean, this must have been during feudal society before yes, capitalism. That's true. That's so, true. you guys. Yeah. Anyway, I think that was cool. That is cool. But also there's a moth named after her too. A and moth? A moth. Oh, yeah. Mother, what is it called again? Mother uh, Shipton. A mother, mother Shipton. Shipton mm, moth I love this. or something. But when you look at the wings, it has that like oh, sharp like a, nose. Oh, sure. I think I kind of know. haggish face as they like to say it. Oh, it's very polite. Body shaming. <laughs> Body shaming. Hey, guys. That's shameful. But at first I was like, I don't see it. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that long nose. That, hmm. I mean, now I think I have a girl crush. A new girl crush. Mother Shipton. Mother Shipton. Yeah, get posters of her put up in my bedroom. Mother <laughs> Shipton has a, had a hag face due to her ugliness and disfigurement. 
Yeah. And that's so mean. I know. I have to keep saying it like that's that. That's why I kept, I mean, that's what I kept reading is that all these women that were um, single and had But that's also, face. I bet you anything, because we don't have pictures, it was no photography. I right. bet you anything she was hot as hell and people wanted to shame her and then they were like, let's just make her, let's talk about her like she was ugly. Well, one thing that they would do is that when they would pull these women in and say, you're a witch, we're going to, you know, look at your body, they'd strip them of their clothes mm-hmm. and then look over their bodies and they'd find warts and skin tags and, and sagging breasts right. and they'd say, that's, that's witchery, that's witchcraft. But really, no, that's just age. That's, that's just, just a bodies. human body yeah. aging. Or, any, or just any body. Sometimes right. people have skin tags. They don't have to be old. I do. I've been flicking one all night. Oh, good. (laughs) You're a witch. I'm a witch. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I wanted to share. So, you know, we each share something really special um, about the theme. And I actually have um, a witch ghost story that I'd like to share. Okay. So I grew up in Nashville, Tennessee. And all growing up, I heard about the Bell Witch. Now, I know there's a movie about it now. Oh, there is. There is. Oh. But I lived it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you wrote the movie. And I wrote the movie, and okay. I filmed it, and now it's a blockbuster. No. But really, growing up, I, I had a huge fear of the Bell Witch because I'd go you know, to camp, and they'd tell the story of the Bell Witch around the campfire. I'd go to slumber parties, and um, you would stand in front of a mirror and turn around three times and say the bell witch you know bloody mary but yes yes but bell witch because it happened in adams tennessee and they say it's a full-on true story adams is just right outside of nashville it this took place in the 1800s um and it started off with john bell on the bell farm Mm mm-hmm he went outside and he was looking at his farm, inspecting it. And all of a sudden he came across a dog-like animal. And they kind of describe it like maybe it had like a bunny head and then like a wolf body. I mean, it was just cute. Not one. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like, you know, an animal of the devil kind of. Sure. But it's it was my like, kind of animal. oh gosh, you know, <laughs> leave that animal alone. Mm-hmm. So that very night, um, they heard banging outside the, the farmhouse. Um, just really loud banging and they left it alone. But then like over the, the next week, the banging and, and started um, c- coming from like inside the house. Oh, yeah. Then there was scratching and gnawing sounds. Mm. Um, and then in the, the children would be in bed and um, the sheets, they said, they said that they could feel somebody at the end of the bed and all of a sudden the bed sheets would pull off. Oh, good. Isn't that crazy? Is that a ghost or a witch? It's a witch. So then all of a sudden, yeah, it's a ghost witch. Hello, the best kind of witches. Okay. Um, so then, uh, then all of a sudden she spoke one day, um, and she said that her name, uh, was Kate. Oh, it was me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was you. You remember this. Yeah. (laughs) Such a great, great grandmother. Um, but she would then like quote the Bible and she would sing hymns. Um, but the saddest part, and this is what got me as a child, is that she would only physically really abuse the youngest daughter, oh, Elizabeth, God. by like slapping her. And oh, like no. she'd go to bed and she'd wake up with tangles. So like when I'd go to bed and wake <laughs> up with tangles, I'd be like, oh my God, That's the bell really witch scary. came. Um, yeah, but so, and then, so Elizabeth would wake up with scratches on her face and, um, she just was really abused by Kate, the bell witch. Um, and then Andrew Jackson actually was so intrigued by this. He went to the farm, um, 
and was said to have experienced oh this kind of mayhem as well. So she didn't kill anybody until oh no. <laughs> she um, poisoned, was said to have poisoned John Bell because uh, he died of poison and there was a little black vial by his bed um, that he died because they, they found Ported the poison in his, yeah. And then you could hear cackling like oh, the day after his death. Why didn't they move? You would, wait, you I don't know. know. I, I should have, moved. I would have asked him. I know it was a different time then, but still, I'd have been like, I'm out of here. <laughs> but then, um, then, like, it kind of, she kind of went away. But so I was looking on like ghost hunters and all that sort of stuff. Like, people go to the Bell Farm. No. I mean, it's a big tourist yeah. uh, place now. Um, you can rent canoes there go and go down the, the get, river and stuff. You can rent a canoe and yep. get slapped by a witch. Yeah, there you go. But, um, a lot of people swear that their television, their any of their film equipment will not work on the property. Hmm. And there is footage I was watching. I got too scared. I had to turn I it off. I kind of want to go and I kind of don't. Yeah. Really but scary. the Bell Witch. But I mean, that lived with me forever. Yeah. And um, the scariest thing that I experienced as a kid was I was at um, a friend's slumber party and somebody again fucking started talking about Bell Witch. And I was like, please stop. You know, don't like, let's just leave it. We talked about this at last week's slumber yeah. party. <laughs> and all of a sudden we hear a cackling sound. And like we all, I mean, I swear to God, I was like, she's here. She's found us. You called her. Yep. Yeah, we yeah. did it. Cause I've been thinking about this so much. I conjured her up. Um, and then it turned out to be my um, friend's brothers, like yeah, I'm sure, like yeah. s- screaming through the vents right. into the basement, listening to your bell witch yeah. conversation. It's absolutely terrifying. That's scary. So that's the story that's of the bell witch. Yeah. Go to Adams, Tennessee. You can go visit the Bell Farm. Maybe on tour we'll stop by one day. <gasps> Ooh, that's so you scary. have a hometown ghost. My, you know, my I, I'm not going to go on this too long, but like uh, my hometown ghost is. Um, in ghost. Rockville, Rockville, well, Maryland. Not Rockville, but in Maryland, that's the place where uh, you know the movie The Exorcist. Yeah, it's a true story. Yeah, and it happened in Maryland. Oh. And my piano teacher actually knew the family, and it was a boy, not a girl, in real life. Oh, but there, she knew the she knew the priest or something. She knew like the priest that did the exorcism. Ooh, yeah. So that's a true story too. Wow. Ooh. See, not I about mean, witches, but terrifying. Yeah, ghosts. I believe in ghosts. I do too. I've seen a ghost, but I don't want to talk about it right now. We'll, t- just, we'll do another. I've already just ghosts. faced my fear of talking about the Bell Witch. She's probably listening and be like, "I'm going like to like, tangle your hair tonight, Marie." Like Beetlejuice three times, which I still won't do. <laughs> I know. I know. Ugh. Oh god. Anyway, but that's why I wanted to share it with you because well, it's I've always how... had a negative connotation towards yeah. witches. So I mean, for think... you to kind of turn it around and make it a positive thing for is sure. really exciting. I think that the idea was to make it a negative thing. You know? Yeah. I mean, that was the whole. And I fed right into oh, it I as mean, a child. Kind of do. Yeah. It's that patriarchy, man. Yeah. Like my goal I'm realizing on this podcast is to just like slowly dismantle patriarchy and capitalism. Let's do just it. Like, real just like I just one switch story at a time. I, well, I don't want to switch the roles. I just want to equal it out like Sweden. If yeah. they can do it, we can do it. Right? Yeah. yeah. Well, there was a time when uh, you know, the women were treated equally back in the day. Way back in the day. Way way like way back 10 in the day. Hundreds. Mm. Maybe not even. I mean, I think it's gone up and down. Actually, I, I need to look this up before I talk about it too much. <laughs> But there's been moments in paganism. Paganism definitely mm-hmm. celebrated women in a more equal terms. And mm-hmm. That was a threat to Christianity. So, by the way, now. I just wanted to mention a lot of people, um, f- you know, similar to like, these stories that you have 
uh, they think of witchery only as like bad things, right? So even right. these witches that are casting spells, sometimes you can use witchcraft in a negative way or like in a mean kind of way like yeah. they did on Brett Kavanaugh. But you can also be a white witch, which means Ooh. that you're only using your witchcraft for good things. And I think most witches nowadays tend to be. You're the whitest witch I know, I girl. I am so white and witchy, <laughs> witchy. So into it. Um, but also that like you used your like energies and your you know manifestations for good. So And also, I wanted to mention, if anybody out there is very affiliated with a religion, that doesn't mean you can't also be a witch. Oh. It doesn't have to be like one or the other. You can like develop your own uh, witch, witchery, witchcraft, mm. witch, witch lifestyle. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be, it, ca- it can be affiliated with a religion. It, c- it doesn't have to be re- affiliated with a religion. Mm. It can be, a, you can consider it your religion or you can just not consider it your religion. Hmm. There's not like a lot of rules in this. Where did the broom come from? Oh, I didn't look it up. I don't know. Hmm. It was like, get back to the kitchen, you witch. And then she's like, hell no. And she flies yeah. away on the broom. <laughs> That's <probably what> there <laughs> you go. We got it. There you go. And cauldrons and like yeah. all that stuff. The cauldron, though, I think is from like uh, spells and things. Mm-hmm. There's all these movies, too. Witch movies where everybody's kind of. Well, I was in um, the Crucible in high school. So oh, I studied yeah. um, the Salem Witch Trial. Right, we didn't even talk about yeah, the Salem Witch Trial. Yeah, we didn't talk about the Salem Witch Trial. Um, but yeah, and the Scarlet Letter and I mean, it really put women in a bad place. Well, it was, uh, what I read about that just, uh, recently mm-hmm. today, uh, was about how at that time people were in the United States, they were kind of suffering because they had sort of a lack of resources and were struggling right. to get right. their, you know, their neighborhoods going. And so <laughs> anytime something would go wrong. They'd they want to try to put, yeah, they'd pin it on them. the devil and right. witchery and stuff. And they would target rebellious women who did not conform to the social norms and they labeled them witches. Ooh. Anybody that was promiscuous, had illegitimate children, had strong bonds with other women. A lot of cats. I'm into the cats thing. <laughs> <laughs> Living without a man. Also, um, anybody that defended herself disagreed was not submissive or swore which is us to a t i know i keep labeling these things there's so many it's just so we're such witches i know well also the midwives were really yes. targeted yeah, that was yeah, one thing I that, that i was too yeah 50 percent of children died during the media during childbirth yeah childbirth during those times the yeah. earlier times those times you know way back when back in the day um but so the midwives would be there present and the children would die and, and they want to find yeah. yeah place blame. They, I also heard that women that also supplied birth control were also like right. targeted because yeah, again, healers and- you're trying to like, um, any, anytime a woman has control over her reproductive system, right. that's not good for the capitalism. And sometimes when they saved a, a, a life of a child or something like oh, in Outlander, <laughs> you can't an win. Outlander, um, <laughs> spoiler alert, but she saves a life and she still gets accused of witchcraft. <sighs> you can't win. Yeah. So what are we going to do about this? I mean, I'm going to start doing some spells tonight. Well, I'm going to start uplifting the word witch. You know, I'm not going to think I'm not I'm going to say goodbye, Bell Witch. See you later. Hello, the new me. You know what I Brooklyn think witch. you should do with the Bell Witch? <laughs> what? I think you should consider it a ghost. It sounds like a ghost to me. Yeah. A witch is to me is like a real person. Yes. So the okay. Bell Witch can be now the Bell Ghost. Okay. Because that's what I think. The Bell I Ghost. Think. Yeah. Kate the Ghost. Yep. Okay. Like Casper, but less friendly. <laughs> Just slapping people around. I kind of like that. Though. Well, I, I don't think I've ever told anybody this 
so might as well tell the whole world. Sure. When I was in Thailand, Ooh. I collected crystals on the side of the banks of some little river. I was wow. in Kawasak in the jungle. Mm-hmm. I collected, I just had the afternoon free. So um, I collected some crystals and I put them in a circle around me. And I like said a little prayer and that's meditated. Wit- that's witchcraft. It's yeah. Great. Yeah. Now I'm realizing, oh my God. Yeah. But it's like kind of comes naturally to women. I think it's like a way to like connect it is. with yourself and and it doesn't, it's not like about the devil. Yeah. It no, I be. wasn't worshiping the devil. No, no. I mean, and you can, but that you can, can totally. Yeah. That's hell Satan. Sure. But, um, but, but yeah, no, I have, I have my crystals. I put them out and then I, I like to do mine. Uh, so like with, um, like the moon, the phases of the moon. Mm. I'm very like into the moon. Right What's now. the moon doing right now? I don't really know. I was. Like, <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have. Like I think a, it's really cool that you're in tarot, into tarot. Super into tarot. That actually sudden. terrifies me, though. I'm one I of know those. It does, but you know, it's scared of it. Let well, me, because I did it my, over. Um, I did it a couple years ago. Remember, at my birthday party, that woman was walking around Cobra mm-hmm. Club, and she asked me if I wanted to do it, and I was hesitant, but she did it, and she warned me about financial troubles. And guess motherfucking what happened? But here's the thing about tarot. The whole point of it is to like, uh, so maybe it's tapping into some real things, right? But it's like a warning. It's like a thing so you can prepare yourself. It's a but thing I don't so want, I'd rather not reflect. know. Well, I'd rather not I, know. I do want to know sometimes, like what, especially like when it's like a, a trouble you're having at the moment, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say you're struggling with something, like mm-hmm. a breakup or whatever. If you do your tarot cards, it can give you a reflection of like what's kind of happening in the moment. Mm-hmm. And again, it doesn't have to be even hippy dippy. It can just be sort of like a way to look at your situation mm-hmm. from a, an angle you maybe haven't thought of it from before and can help you move past it and to like get to get some um, enlightenment over okay. this issue so that you can like move forward and make good choices. And it's not going to tell you what to do, really. Sometimes there's some. I mean, she literally was a, like. Ooh, ah, yeah, I mean, because and then, but she was right. <laughs> so then, there's you know, yeah, but I, but I wish I didn't, I hadn't known that. But why? Because then I would have been channeling all my um, mantras for money to come to. So me. why? But why didn't you do that when she said, like, I see that there's a potential but, for like financial things. Well, truth so be told, I didn't know that there were mantras for money to come. Well, see, because then, then I, yeah, yeah, I read, you are a badass, totally, and I now say, money comes to me. And it yep. comes to me. And this thing I was reading today about witches, they were saying that even having affirmations like I am powerful, I yes. am rich, I am that those that's a spell. Mm. And that like you tapping into your full power and your full ability to like have, you know, autonomy over yourself in any way possible. So whether it be, you know, mm-hmm. you know, with your money or your body or whatever, and 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 not being um pulled down by outward forces like a man telling you you're right. a bitch you're right. ugly you're you know and really being in your own self that's all part of part and parcel of being like a, a witch <laughs> a strong <laughs> witch i'm into it i don't know i'm definitely definitely a witch now you guys <laughs> and i feel like it's huh. a thing too that i feel like i've been sort of doing my tarot kind of quietly you know it's not a thing i've like put you don't go to cobra much. club and ask strangers not to yet do but it. i kind of want it oh jesus please don't to. do that why not why know. wouldn't? I, why can't I? If people want it, yeah. If they want it, give it to them. Sure. And I think that like there's again. I think tarot is really empowering because what it does is it just gives you a reflection on whatever is going on in your life right mm-hmm. now and just a different way to look at it. And sometimes you might look at it and be like, that didn't resonate with me, and then okay, it didn't resonate. Yeah. Wasn't maybe a great reading or whatever, or you know. But sometimes things will hit, and you're like, oh man, I never thought of it like that. And then you can make you can you're empowered to make a 
choice or a change in your life that might be your, you haven't been do, looking at the way you need to. And sometimes when you get that card that says, like, you're holding on to nonsense, sometimes it takes a tarot card reader to tell you, like, let that shit go for you to go, you know, if everybody's telling me this and yeah. I know it's in my heart, then maybe that's But what if you the get thing. the death card? So the death card is not about death. The death card is about um, a big change happening. So it's like a death of, like, let's say it was your relationships falling apart or something, mm-hmm. right? It could be the death of the relationship or it could be the death of, um, you know, a, a time in your life. Mm-hmm. But it's a very positive card. It's all about like, oh, okay. and when the death so is in reverse, it, which is, uh-huh. um, b- means that you're not letting it go. And it's mm. going to happen whether you like it or not. But and, and you can either fight it kicking and screaming or you can like choose to like be aware that this is a, you know, I'm at a turning point in my life. Yeah. Mm. Still not on board, but that's okay. You don't I have should. to be, but, um, and you know, I mean, it does, it's not for everybody. I get it. It's definitely not for but everybody. I, but you've gotten me into horoscopes. I'm super into horoscopes. Yeah. I love it. I, I, whenever I, I don't look at it every day, but whenever I'm, I have a question for the universe, I do turn to tarot.com right and the idea with horoscopes is that you're um in tune with the energies and the alignment of the stars so it's a very like witchy thing because it's like all about the earth and like you know what's what what's happening in the Mm -hmm. world it's not just it's like some in theory it's not just some guy rattling off nonsense which i'm sure there's some horoscope writers that do that but there is like a dare i say science behind it in terms Mm -hmm. of like the position of the stars and i think that's just neat i mean the nerd in me likes that stuff yeah Anyway, I'm a witch. <laughs> I'm a, I want to be a witch, kind of. Yeah. I mean, I am, too. I don't know. I just want the powers now. So uh, talking about street harassment, I was street harassed the other day by a man sitting in his van, and he goes, look at you. Good for you. Being out, walking around. And that's when I... <laughs> what does that even mean? I don't even know. I was like, they let me out of my cage. But yeah. as a witch, I wish I could just... Cast a spell. That's when I would... I would <laughs> And is like, like what a weird thing to off. say. Look at you. <laughs> They're good for you. But that that immediately made me be like, oh, he thinks he has ownership over right. me. Right. Right. Why does he have an opinion? Why about does he have an outside or not? Yeah. Or whatever Way, to go, Way to go, woman. Way to go. To get outside. outside. Look. Yeah. Um, sort of off hmm. topic, but it reminds me of this. I watched. <laughs> I saw the show uh, this recently, and they had this song called um, "Good Boy." You're a good boy, and it's sort of taken from uh, this notion that there's like a there's a uh, an instagram page called awards for good boys oh and it's about like people like like some of the lines in the song were like oh you held my purse without making a face you're a good boy because these people like think that they deserve like an award for like right. you know one of the lines was like uh oh you admitted you were a feminist in a room full of women oh good boy and i was like oh i love this so much <laughs> But did you see that before or after I told you that I've been calling after. the guy that I so the guy that I've been seeing I've caught myself which is so crazy it's that really I've weird. never ever done this before ever but when he does really nice things I, I've said I've caught myself saying good boy I mean yeah which I is that's this is good. sort of the opposite in that like right. you're you're saying like you think you deserve an award because you did something normal right <laughs> yeah right that yeah you're a good boy thing is weird, weird. no, no I'm, I'm not gonna from. do that ever again yeah. I'm not doing it but huh yeah it's interesting good, bo- good boy <laughs> good boy speaking of good boys is it time for troll, troll time. time oh my god we have a new troll we're so excited we're so happy that it's so exciting when we get that little ping ping on our phones to be like troll troll nice. alert why don't you read that troll okay 
um, you know, he left his, his name, so I think we should just let him Say know it. who he is. Yeah. His name is Andrew Conde. Con, C-O-N-D-E. Can Google him? <laughs> on, on it's always a man. YouTube. Oh, yeah. well, and this one was on the the man explaining. Uh-huh. Right. Which that we've gotten a lot of trolls on that one. Sure. And I and there's yes. a lot of pushback about this concept of mansplaining. People like men do not like to think that that's a thing. Right. But by the way, you wouldn't see it if you're a man, first of all. Mm-hmm. And number two, if a lot of women are saying it's a thing, maybe why it's a can't thing. you just yeah you're not maybe it's always, a thing because you wouldn't why would how would you ever experience it? Right. You wouldn't because you're a man. Hmm. But so he says, gender specific words against men is fine. Apparently, women can't also do this. BTW. If somebody replies saying that most men do this, one. They don't have proof statistically. Two, if most women do something bad, then therefore, because of equality, it's okay to make gender-specific word against them with the inclusion of women in it. So because of his syntax, we might have to unpack this a little bit. I mean, I read that one, and I, it, kind, it kind of lost me. I, I could tell it was a bad one, but there's no statistics. <laughs> Bless his heart. I mean, that, that's what I was, I guess that's sort of what I was saying before is he's like, if somebody, if somebody says that me, most men do this, well, they don't have any proof, but it's like, that's the point is right. that like you as a man are not going to experience it. So what's the proof? I don't know how to like, there right. is proof. I mean, maybe what the proof would be is it's like, women. actually there's definitely proof of like, I remember when Hillary was running for president and then the men would be talking over her. It was like very, there's and the, she, yeah, oh, there's yes. a lot of proof there's out the proof. there. So there is proof. So that, you're wrong about that. And then what's the other, if most women do something bad then therefore, because of equality, it's... Oh, I see. So he's saying that women are allowed to do bad things and because of equality, it's okay uh, to say something gender-specific against men, but not against women because of equality. You can say bad stuff about us, too. Oh, they do. (laughs) I mean, come on. Let's get... We're reading the the, No, but the point is that, like... I think the... I had an argument or a discussion with somebody recently about this where the thing is, when women say mean things against men... Or like generalized things. Certainly it's coming from a place of anger. And I think a lot of times it's coming from a place of like, you've been doing this to us for like decades. And we're finally kind of like coming together and getting a chance to like speak out about this stuff. So there's that part of it too. Mm -hmm. But I think it also becomes a thing where the woman in this case is the um, oppressed person, right? So like in the same way, like how do I want to say this? If men are constantly making that joke of like, oh, my wife's so ugly. How ugly is she? Like that thing that we've been mm-hmm. hearing over and over again. Right. Now, if a woman is doing it, people are like, well, you know, why are you saying that about a man? It's like, well, because first of all, this has They've, been said for right. so long and now we're not allowed to like, right. do it back, you know? Um, but I get it also like we should be trying to move toward like being respectful to each other. Each other, right. So I definitely believe in that too. Mm-hmm. But mansplaining, if you listen to it, is not say anything negative about men. Mm-mm. It's about don't mansplain. Right. That's all it's about. But this, but people are so sensitive. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I love that song. Yeah. I think it's very, it hits, a, it hits home with p- women. Right. Because they've experienced those things. What are the ones in them? Oh, yeah. When you want to like, t- build something. Yeah. When we go to Ikea and, uh, I, oh, I was just telling a friend today. Um, I <laughs> pat myself on the back. I put my AC in the window all by myself, right. hanging out the five floor. <laughs> yeah, you only killed two people. <laughs> yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> but I remember when my boyfriend, my ex boyfriend, <laughs> lived here. 
I remember him saying, like, when I get home, I'll, I'll put in the ACs. And I'd lived in this place for 10 sure. years, putting in the ACs right. all by myself, no matter, <laughs> you know. And so when he came back, like, they were already in. Right. And it just, he was like, why would you do that? Why would you? And it's like, because that's what I've done. Right. Like, I why know, do I need I you need to? Right. So the Ikea, so one of the examples in the And a lot of is, times men will come back to that and say, well, why wouldn't you want someone to do something nice for you? And it's like, certainly. That's fine. That's but totally you know what? Fine, but what's, I don't know what's it. nicer is sitting in front of the AC right now. Right. Instead rather of waiting than waiting for my man to get home to Absolutely. do it. Absolutely. So that's the first one, one example. Yeah. The second like, one is about when, being in an office. Yes. And men saying that they have a brilliant idea when you have just said that and exact nobody, same idea. Like acknowledged your presence at all when you said it. Right. And then a man says it and then they do the thing, which again is a thing I think a lot of men don't see because right. they're like complicit in it. Right. So, but women are very familiar with that feeling. Right. Especially in the work environment. But even in like a circle of friends, I've, the amount of times I've said a joke and no one's like acknowledged it. And then a man says the exact same joke like a second after I said it and everybody laughs. Can uh, makes me like tear my uterus out and shove it down a man's throat. <laughs> Ooh, learn yeah. that trick, you witch. <laughs> I mean, I'm about ready to do it. And then the final one is uh, in Washington having all these men uh, decide what to do with our own with women's yeah, bodies. Yeah, how all these men, these white men are our the ones voting. And they're voting. Yeah. On whether a woman should have rights to her own reproductive right. system. It's right. like, hello. And then the bridge is beautiful. It was your idea. Yes, about, um, yeah, that like Including. we do, we also white splain. Yes. And that like we have to make sure that we don't um, do the It's same a comedy song. It doesn't it's always. It's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's always. Really, really funny. <laughs> it's a funny, funny song. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I think this has been, this is awesome. I mean, enlightening to say the least. For right? sure. How many of y'all, write us in and let us know if you're going to be a witch now. Or if join, you already are a witch. Join us. Join our coven. Join us. Our reformed horse coven. Our difficult women coven. Yes. If you're a man, you're also allowed to join. You're, you are definitely Everybody's welcome. Mm -hmm. In our coven. Let's make some spells. Some nice spells. But we'll do some spells mm -hmm. to get our current president out of <laughs> That's a nice spell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, 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 don't way. do that. Don't <laughs> okay, do that. Fine. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. Um, well, so, we, do you want to just end? Well, what? well, I just want to make sure everyone, um, you know, we like to ask everybody at the end of our episodes to tell a friend. That's all we were. Just one, just one you friend. You will tell a friend. That's <laughs> <this> me. <week. laughs> uh, yeah. It'd be great if you could tell a friend about our podcast. Spread Subscribe, the word. Subscribe, rate, review. All, all, the, all those, those things. Yummy things. Um, and as always, we are on Patreon. So if you'd like to join our Patreon, that'd be cool. We're, we have some really cool, exciting videos that we're about to put out. We don't want to spoil them. Yeah. Because you have to be on Patreon to that's know what true. it is. That's true. But there is one that's spooky mm -hmm. that's on there but you're only going to see it if you uh, become a patron <laughs> so um anyway but thank you for listening and joining and we love you and we love all our witch witch bitches yeah our witch bitches thank right. you so much for listening and till next time i was gonna see say you. that till next time see till next we read each other's minds we're witches well, let's say see, see you next tuesday i almost didn't get this morning when i turned on the news the White House was chock full of dudes. Now, how are all these guys with dicks? Gonna make your decisions for us, chicks. I brought it up to hear my bow to scream. Cause I don't see your degree in gynecology. You think you know it all cause you have a ball set. What you don't know is there's pussy grabs back. Hey, guy, I'm tired of being shy. Ladies and
It's not cool. Don't do it. <laughs> okay. Bye.